this man butt ass naked. Yeah, that's facing hardcore. down some kind of soldier, then having knocked out a cop or a construction worker. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's uh, legitimately a cannonball run right there, <laughs> or steel ball run. Cannonball runs a movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, Stubo One could be a movie. Oh, I wish they... <laughs> so it's just meme sharing the podcast now? <laughs> oh, we're recording! Oh, no! I didn't realize that. I don't know, I made this double bed of Minecraft. You're not even here. Wow. Painted on a just cinder block wall. In, like, spray paint. Like, just a hastily scrawled. Yeah. That's just sad. Or fucked up pie. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. So, for viewer reference, this is a pumpkin pie, courtesy of uh, Twitter page Images That Might Be Cursed. Um, the center of the pie, as in where uh, where the cuts begin from, are it's about half an inch to the left of center and about an inch up. And then there are three, six, nine... 12 pieces of varying depth, size, width. I just, I just... It's, mm. it's a bad pie. I still fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely fucked worse. But, yeah. Definition of hot mess. Yeah. Your uh, mic has Joy-Con drift right there. Yeah. No, send, we, it, send that back to Nintendo, my friend. We just, we just have to stabilize it. Mm-hmm. There we go. We don't have to call it police. It's okay. Well, now your warranty is void. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> it's been a few years. God, I really oh. hope that uh, Black Friday yields like a capture card. So. So? Because the whole JoJo series of pictures, it gave me a thought. Okay, think. Well. Think at me, bro. What if. What if. There's going to be movies or series of every every JoJo, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How fucked up will it be when Steel Ball Run comes out and they have to censor Jesus' name? Jesus everywhere. Yeah, because you're literally going around finding Jesus, um, and Jesus gives you superpowers uh, in the most gross way possible. Like, I, I can't remember specifically what they found first, but it just kind of fused with the guy, and then he like, got a stand. Held his stand and gave him a stand? I think it was, like, his finger or his hand, and it just kind of melted with him. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Ultimate hand-holding. Yeah. The grossest way to develop a power. And it was Tusk Act 1 was the stand he got, in which he shoots... Act 1, he needs more Jesus juice. Yeah, that's actually true. And then as he gets more Jesus juice, he got into Tusk Act 3, which is probably one of the more powerful stands in the entire series, including... the Including beating the stand that will probably stop time and kill you. Alright, cool. Yeah. That's fine. I, I'd spoil that mechanic, but every every superpowered stand just rips apart time and space like it's nothing. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. In fact, the boss fight in Steel Ball Run was uh, lunacy. And then the second boss fight was also lunacy. And then the third boss fight just got a little ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you doing, stupid? <clears throat> Boop. Yeah. I don't know if you've read up to that or if you've read no, JoJo at I, all. No, um, I've, I've been hammer the wheel of time books However, you know what that's also pretty fair <laughs> I, I I don't often talk to my mother but uh, she sent me a message earlier today and I have been keeping her appraised of how many books I've been reading just because she's probably going to get me the rest mm-hmm. and she has not said it outright but said hey don't buy any more books so I <laughs> I mean you're, now you're locked <clears throat> now, right? I'm, now I guess I'll just read Jojo until Christmas <laughs> <laughs> what you do is you buy the last book and then you just wait on it 
Oh, she has everything now, I guess. Oh, okay. I'm assuming she has the rest. That's handy. Yeah, it's nice. It sucks that, like, I'm nearly done this book, and now I have to wait, like, a month until I get the next one. But that's just Joey's time. We'll just finish Arc 5, 6, 5, 5. Yeah, yeah I can start throwing Malazan books at you if you want. I do want to read those. I've got them all. <laughs> I know. The anime is Eclipse too. Part 5 just finished up. Yeah. 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 And, and the English one. version of Part 5, Part 5 just came out. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The, I need to look at the voice actors. All I know is Rice Pirate. Good boy. What a good boy. Yeah. Mick Lauer. He's a, he's a bro. Everybody look him up. He's good stuff. Well, that's just fantastic, though. Mm. I can't wait till the anime, uh, part six. Um, mainly because of the weird, like, Iraqi trying to write female characters type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That it's, one focuses on what's her name, doesn't it? Jolene. Jolene, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think the story of part six is like. One of the more... It's definitely one of the more weird ones. And uh, definitely one of the more Jojo pandering ones. Like, oh, here's uh, here's Jotaro's um, daughter. And we get to see Jotaro. Uh, we didn't see we didn't see the guy, Mr. Time Stop Dolphin Man. I was told there was whipped cream in this. That ain't no looking like whipped cream. It could have melted. Nah, that ain't Not no that fast, cream. no. There's residue on the cap, though. Nah, that ain't whipped cream. It's like echoes of whipped cream. <laughs> Sorry, that made a lot more sound than I thought it would have. Hey, you see here, Zach, I'm a cream man, you see. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I, I, I should know when my boy tells me if it's cream or my not. Favorite, my favorite foods is sauce and creams. <laughs> <laughs> it's... <Ooh. laughs> oh, yeah. Gross. We love viscosity around here. Oh, definitely. The more viscous the, uh... I was trying to make that rhyme, but I couldn't do it in time, so... Just, uh, the more sickness, I don't know. The more viscous... Yeah. The more I, I, I witness. Yeah, hey, ooh, I like it. Even though it's still nice. a little, little slant rhyme, but I, I accept it's it. It's supposed to, you know... He did it. We started, we started on a 90 degree, we somehow ended up, you know, a little bit... Uh, just gotta climb the wall. Yeah, you gotta climb the wall. Just we're we're the at 20 wall. degrees right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. <sighs> I'll take a 20-degree wall. I shot guns for the first yeah, time the other day. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what have you been up to? You I, you did a gun. Yeah, that was fun. Have you never shot a gun before? Ever? No. All right. I've never, uh, I've never held a real gun or shot it before. Hmm. Um, so I went to the range. I went up to Nachoks. Uh, Nachoks? Nachoks? Anyway, it's a native-run place up, uh, up in Lance, of all places. Lance. Um, they've got a, like, Christmas special. It's just their first time shooter special, but it's being themed as a Christmas special. Uh, you get where I'm going with that too. Just yeah. the concept of a Christmas special gun range. Just yeah, like it's good. Bring the whole family. Oh, no. carve a turkey with a rifle. So like, it's you'll see, you'll, you'll understand in a moment. It's seventy-five dollars. You get fifty rounds in a nine millimeter. You get to choose which of the nine millimeters you can use. So if you have a preference, you can pick one. M1911s and nine mil in it. Uh, norm. So, this is where I embarrassed myself. But you also get twenty rounds in an AR-15. Okay. Uh, so we went up. There was me, uh, a guy I've known for a while who knows guns, didn't have any preferences. Uh, his girlfriend and and mine, and they were like, "Oh, do you have a preference of gun?" And I'm like, "I've always wanted to shoot an M1911. Yeah. Always." At which point they reminded me. That the M1911 shoots 45 caliber rounds. That's what it was. It's a 45. 
So I was like, oh, right. And so uh, they set us up with a Glock, uh, just standard, you know, it's a police issue, fairly normal. Um, but they did have a Kimber, manufactured by Kimber, mm-hmm. uh, 1911, like, imitation, replica, whatever it is. Cause yeah. The 1911 has been in usage for almost 100 years. Yeah, that thing's ancient. It's, and there's a goddamn reason for it. Yeah. The Glock, um, both 10-round magazines, but the Glock had, it was the staggered bullets, so they're on diagonals from yeah. each other so you can fit more. Uh, felt big in the hands. It felt <laughs> awkward. Um, got used to it. It shot well. Felt nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the experience of shooting a gun has more kick. Uh, from a handgun than I expected. I knew there'd be a bunch. Yeah. Um, but more kick than I expected. Feels good. Um, and then the second gun, because they let us take both handguns in, they're like, well, get Did you... Did you dual wield? No. Ah, uh, they, they let you... <laughs> Lance! They're like, <laughs> give each of you 20 shots, like two magazines with the, with the Glock, but then you can each take five shots with the 1911. And those... My friend, were the best five bullets I've ever shot. In my life. <laughs> I know the thirty bullets you shot ever. <laughs> so uh, the magazine for those is straight stack. Yeah. Uh, so the the handle, the grip is more narrow, yeah. which lets you kind of get around it. Feels so much better in the hand. The safety has like a uh, gets like a ring or a panel or something on the back of the grip, mm. so that until you're wrapped firmly onto the gun, that allows you to turn off the safety. Okay. It basically functions as the safety just to make sure that the slide lock is in place. Because mm-hmm. where some have a safety that functions as both a slide lock and a trigger thing, trigger the back is the trigger lock and then the side lock is a separate button. Okay. Felt very good. Iron sights were great. Shot well. It was heavier, but it didn't feel like it was as unwieldy. It was well balanced. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the range officer, he's like, that's like, that's a gun I like. He hates the Glock. Uh, but the other guy who front was like, oh, Glock's a good gun. And a friend of Jess's who sells guns down in New Germany. Uh, he's like a, he works somewhere where they sell and like make some, um, which is neat. Uh, but he's like, you shot in that, you shot in 1911. Like, bless. Like, that's, <laughs> like, I refrained from waxing philosophically in the way of Big Boss uh, because this was not a custom 1911. So. Uh, but it was fun. Uh, AR-15 absolutely feels like Babby's first AR. <laughs> um, like, for reference, like, you know, like, an assault rifle's a large gun, uh, right? Uh, uh. It's not an assault rifle. The AR does not sound for assault rifle. Get your gun politics out of my schools. <laughs> uh, so, you know, assault rifles are normally big guns, <laughs> right? Well, in that regard, this isn't. Yeah. Um, like... You know, you'd expand the stock. Me holding the stock against my shoulder was here like this. And I could probably... If He's I my man holding it, a gun right now. Uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> this could be the thumbnail. Pointing where my hands are, where my finger is, <laughs> at basically from my uh, from my throat all the way extended out to my fist, Yeah, is that was how far the barrel went out. Huh. Like, that was it. The, like, lumpy part on the barrel for heat distribution... Yeah. It was like right there. It's just like, oh, like all in all, it wasn't very large. And part of it was the headphones, like trying to like get down at a good angle to look through the red dot um, to get the right angle. But I just felt like holding it. The gun was almost too small to be able to 
like work around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it felt like I was making a lot of effort to get on the same plane I needed to be to look through the sights and fire it. And because of that, it threw off my like center of gravity and it felt like kind of haphazard shooting, okay. which was pretty sloppy. Um, Jess only used some of her magazine for it, and so I finished it off. Second time with it felt a lot better, but it's another situation of it's an awkward size compared to what you would expect. And the frame itself is a bit too light. <clears throat> Fair. Uh, I, I feel more comfortable with something a little chunkier that takes a bit more of its own weight and force because mm-hmm. that just, I don't right. know, that, that feels, but that was what I experienced with the handgun as well. Something bigger but not as heavy felt way worse in my hands than something that was smaller but denser. Yeah. But, I mean, think of it this way. You're going in through a K through 9 school, right? You want that lightweight. You want that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, because that way, if you need to flip it around and just baseball bat swing somebody with it, you want it to have heft. Well, right. You're also a 16 incel. Like you're 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 a yeah. 16 year old incel, right? You're right. Like it's built for you. There's yeah. a gun for every situation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, like it was a better size for the girls because like Jess is smaller than I am, and uh, the other the other lady there, she's like shorter as well yeah. and, and quite petite. So for her, like it was. Her first time ever touching a gun. And she did not like the AR-15. Uh, it was just, like, too high on her, too large for, like, what she was expecting. But even the people who didn't like that and were, like, a little iffy had fun and loved the 1911. Which means that it will forever be <laughs> the gun I love the most in my heart. The only handgun uh, I want to fire is a German Luger. Actually, yeah, me too. It just looks interesting. Right. Yeah. It's just it's just a really cool cool mm-hmm. gun, um, and the rifle I really want to fire is an M1 Garand. That's fair. Uh, you can facilitate that at a range. Yeah, yeah. I just World War Two, like yeah. World War Two related stuff. I adore. Like I'd love to fire a Thompson at or a some Stan. point. The Garand is the one with the big ping when it runs out, isn't it? Oh, I want to hear the big ping. I want to hear the ping. So Natyuk's had. Uh, it looked like it looked like frost gun. Yeah. Um, but instead of the magazine coming off the top, which is the Canadian version, yeah. uh, it came out at the bottom, which is the the original like Heckler and Koch like overseas Thompson, not the kind that you see uh, in the North American setup with like a grip and a drum magazine. Yeah. This was here. It is your magazine is your vertical grip. Have fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's, I saw that's why I want to fire the this, That's why I want to fire the Sten because it's it's coming to the side. Yeah, da, 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 da. yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, uh, Nova over in Burnside might actually have some of those. <laughs> They've got some good packages. Uh, Do they also have a Christmas special? They might actually. <laughs> just, so sorry, the so that at the end, at the end, uh, each package comes with one free picture because at the end of it, you can pose with your gun, and they put it. They Photoshop your picture because you're on a, in front of a green screen in front of one of five or for the holidays, six <laughs> uh, special oh, no. backgrounds. The first of which is just a giant explosion. Of course. And now I already have that for my graduation photo, so I didn't need it. Okay. <laughs> one is like a like burnt oak courtyard to some like stone building. One is like a city street at night and there's a weird zombie in the background sure. coming at you. Uh, one is just like a dirt road field thing, and one is the deck of a ship. Mm-hmm. The Christmas special is like 
just like a PowerPoint gradient background and an image of a tree. Uh, so we got that one. And it's me and Jess. It's me and Jess both holding our pistols up back to back James Bond style. And we're sitting there and he's like, all right, you know, like get ready for the picture. And we both just went. <laughs> click, click, click. Which is like, full, like full Bond, everything like that. It was yeah. really good. Oh, bless. The people in front of us, because there's a person in there. Um, and it, well, there's like the couple in front of us, they took theirs and it was really cute. Uh, but there's like a bunch of photos around of like people who had taken their pictures and the number of people who like <clears throat> wanted to take a pose of like, yeah, or like something weird, but the slide is still back in law. I'm like, but that looks bad. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's specifically because they wanted to do something done. Yeah. Because even though there's no magazine in, safety's on, and the slides were back and locked, the entire time we were in the room where they were taking the pictures, it was until we were standing in front of the backdrop, the guy held the gun, brought it over, handed it to us. He's like, make sure you always point it towards the wall. Yep. Yep. Always treat every gun as a bit loaded. They were super professional. They were super instructive and calm and funny and welcoming the entire time. Like, on the range, like... Um, uh, like one of the girls was like having like her anxiety was just going through the roof. Uh -huh. uh, she's still doing it, but she's sitting there and she's just like, and she's tiny and she's just shaking like a leaf. And the guy's like standing next to her, he's like, "Don't worry about it." He's like, "You know, take a breath." He has his hand like on her back a little bit. He's like that, and he's like here, and he put his hand under hers so she could rest it there because she was shaking just a bit too much. Yeah. And she had great grouping. She did well actually. Um, it's like once she got into it and that, and everyone everyone enjoyed it. So, that's good. Uh, if, if y'all ever want to try and do something weird, uh, we can. I mean, there's been a long time since I've shot a gun. Yeah, but it's also been a long time since I've been in the woods. So, yeah, we went in. We were allowed to keep our casings. Okay. Um, and so we were doing like, we're. I was picking up mine, and somebody asked like, "Oh, like what about these ones?" And they held up these thin-ass little casings. And he's like, oh, he's like, you can keep them if you want, but they're not yours. That's And he like goes to wave his hand. He's like, that's barely a gun. I'm like, yeah, it's from a 22, yeah. isn't it? And he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we're fine. Yeah, growing up, I had uh, like margarine containers filled with uh, 22 um, shells, gun bullets. Well, <laughs> Shell gun bullets. Uh, <laughs> we Mario now. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so many, like handfuls and handfuls of twenty two. Yeah. Yeah, sure. You're not going to subdue. No. No. Um the the super nor nervous girl, her first shot was like the heart. Mm -hmm. She just her first shot was instantly like half an inch from the ten mark, dead center just I'm like Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Aubrey, bud. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> We all had a good laugh. It was, like yeah. You're not fucking around. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, it's also like very surreal in a way, because like, when the other guy was like shooting his AR rounds, I was sitting there. I'm like, I couldn't quite see because of like where his uh, lineup was. But sitting there and I was just listening, and just the sound of just the boom. Boom. And because I'm wearing the headphones, yeah. uh, it sounded like very far away. And I'm just like, I could absolutely see this being incredibly terrifying when you're in a situation where you go oh that's not controlled at a range that's somebody here mm -hmm. 
And then you just hear that happening. I was like, holy shit. Like, I get it. I get exactly why so many people, even though they, some of them may have never met or heard a gun before in their life, they try it. They're like, yeah, let's go try and let's go shoot guns, target practice. I think it'd be good. They pick up a gun, they fire it once, set it down, and immediately start crying. Yep. And well, just happened to be they, they've never had anything traumatic or anything like that in their lives, but it just happens. It's a lot. And I, I definitely understand how that happens now. Yeah. No, it's um, like I've mostly just shot rifles with 22s. Like I haven't touched a handgun, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, like after a while you get used to it. But my first shot, I'm like, and I'm good for a while. And that's on the 22 too. Well, my first shot was a 306. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. that'll that'll get yeah. you. Yeah. Bol- bolt action 306. It's like this is fun. Boom! It's like all right, we're good for a minute. Like, somebody take this from me, please. Yeah, thank yeah. you. But after like I yeah I took it back, I was like, all right, all right, I, I can expect it now. Yeah, I mean, I was like 13 or something. So. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, firm believer, your first time handling a gun should always be somewhere uh, reasonably controlled and outside of a dangerous situation. Yeah. <sighs> Middle of Muscatabit. Can't get any more. Somebody gets hit there, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, it's, it's removed. It's just the idea is that, you know, what if you find yourself in an incredibly unlucky situation of being present while guns are being used, mm. and then you're sitting there and you see one on the ground and you go, oh... Should I contribute? Should I... Is, is this a thing I should even attempt to engage with? I mean, Having the frame of reference to understand how that handles is going to tell you no. <laughs> I might immediately win. What if you, like, go to a connecting flight? But it's it's not the passenger jet. It's just a uh, open back... You know, they're leading you to an open back plane. Mm-hmm. And it takes off over a Russian island. So. <laughs> <laughs> that should not be your first time handling a gun. No. <laughs> No, or a really, parachute, for that matter. But you know what? I play like it's my first time. <laughs> oh, oh shit! We need to play more PUBG. I yeah, I agree. Yeah. I actually played it solo, and the, I've only gotten one kill every game I've played, and then I immediately died after because I got that um, <clears throat> I'm so good at this game type of type of confidence yeah. afterwards. Yeah. You are a very confident fellow at times. Sometimes I just feel like my shitty plans will work, and unfortunately, 99% of the time, that gut feeling is incorrect. Mine too. <laughs> that's when you have that 1-1 one, one hasty goblin, and that kid has that 1-2 defender, and you're like, got him. Fuck, wait. <laughs> you were there like eight months ago when I was taking shots at a guy with a 6X on my... 4X or a 6X on my ump 45. Yeah. Just like being like, okay... I did the math. I counted squares to where he was at and everything. I'm like, okay, 600 meters. Adjusted my zeroing, aimed up a little bit, fired. The bullet dropped to the ground before it got halfway there. Mm -hmm. So I went, okay, aim up 60 degrees. (laughs) Look back down. They still didn't reach him. (laughs) I'm like, you know what? Put this away, pulled out my shotgun, and just went the other way. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta know when to fold them. Yeah. The dusty alley was a rough time to us that game. <laughs> yeah, that was awful. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, we should play that game. I, That's I, that. I'd I, like to play more PUBG with y'all. Yeah. I like the game. Got nothing going on tomorrow. Um, it's just that I feel I like... Um, <laughs> Six years old whenever I play. Yeah, because like it's I'm terrible at this game. I'm always the first one dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just have to watch you guys. Sometimes just, just don't wear a helmet. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. It's true. 
Those are, they're just bullet magnets. It's, no, it literally is. Like, at the moment I'm like, I've got hip protection is when somebody has, a, like, a 50 cal just aimed at my scalp. Yeah. yeah. As, soon as, as soon as you, Devin, the player, mm-hmm. put a helmet on your character, if it's enough to stop a headshot, you will just be shot by a stronger gun. Mm-hmm. If you put on oodles of body armor, you will just be shot in the face. I will just be shot in the head. Um, I should just forego armor. I'll just say, here's armor, guys. There you go. What you do is you wear the best... Always wear a level 3 helmet. But, no body armor. <laughs> so that when the guy with, like, the big sniper rifles looking at you, he's going to be like, oh, he's got a... Oh, he's level 3. It's going to be two shots. He's not wearing armor. And I'll just body shot him. Now you've got him throwing off his gun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy plan. But now he's thinking and he's... He's off his guard. He's not certain what's going on, and now it's on your strategy time. Yeah, it's all just crazy of those like, to work. all of those quad cores in his brain are just going <laughs> off at the same time. Like they're at a hundred percent. They're like, "What's going on? Why doesn't he have any armor?" Yeah. Then I'll run him over and take him through the level geometry with me. Exactly. And then we'll get banned. And you know, well, I will. Yeah. <laughs> so, come to think of it, the only time I do well in that game is when you're my plywood. No, I'm definitely the entry fragger. If uh, I were to steal a Counter Strike term, because like. By myself, running around, I'm a, I'm a numpty. With Beard, if I'm taking point, I'm a numpty. If Beard gets shot, I am on it like a fucking hitman. Well, like, like <laughs> at that point, we play like I'm your extra 100 health. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like so, I have dropped at school. This boy gets down after, like, taking somebody in the leg, so he's at, like, maybe half health. I come around, surgical precision with a shotgun. Every shot hits somebody. That's my down, boy! Down two teams, pick up beer, we run somewhere else, we heal up, he gets shot down again. I come up the stairs, I blow that guy away, I pick Beard up, and he's like, I don't want to go down again. It's like, yeah, you, you will die. That's my beard. I don't know you. Boom! <laughs> Boom! Yeah, those things were fun. I, especially playing with, like, Keenan and, uh... Brian. The, Brian, the yeah. boys, effectively. The, boy, the boys. We were never, like, super good, but the amount of wins we got were staggering considering our team coordination. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. Ryan and Keenan both shot me more so than the enemy. That's and true. I also love flashbanging uh, Keenan because yeah. he got so oh, pissed yeah. off about oh, yeah. it. So n- what we'll do next time we play... Yeah. Uh, you stay off to the side and do that thing you do where you're actually decent at shooting people who are busy doing stuff. <laughs> um, and then I'll stand in front of you while we run into buildings, get shot for you. Alright. Because no one ever rips me. Yeah, no, you just go down. Yeah. And then I die. And then I get killed down. Like, I'll, I'll go down. Oh, they'll die. rip you immediately. Yeah. But, if I get shot first, I'll just run in with, like, SMGs and shotguns and you can just come in behind and be the big boy and clean up. Oh, we have Emily as a tri- or quad as well. There you go. Yeah. Or if anyone else wants Me and Emily will stand in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, just as long as I get a shotgun and we're in close quarters, I can wipe teams. Like, Ex- like Extended that's the- mag and silencer on the S12K yes. Yes. is real good. It's like, oh, I just have 12 shots that don't make sound. What? <laughs> <laughs> You're just walking around and all of a sudden you just see somebody's name, like your, your teammate's name, just whoop. Like, what the fuck like, happened? He's downstairs, but it sounded like a handgun. It sounded like a car 98 from, like, down the street. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I gotta be careful. You don't know they're in the building. <laughs> and your head's gone. Yeah, and the thing shoots fast. Oh, the SKS. Bless. Oh, man, it sucks to suck. What? SKS sucks. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Now, the SKS, okay. we, we always find one we don't need one. 
or just accidentally, like back when we used to play. Because also the scar, I had an affair with the scar for a while. Yeah, yeah. Like we we would. There there have been times where you, me, Keenan, and Ryan have all SKSs and like scopes to go with it. And this isn't even like I think we picked up maybe two off bodies. Mm-hmm. I'm we pretty sure that's them. because we dropped to mansion, or as we called it back in the day, Jeffrey. Um, Jeffrey always gave us like the best in the buildings. And sometimes we'd have to fight for it, and that was that was quite fun. That was. Yeah. Good times. I just need, like... Again, I have I have a weird thing where if I play a game and I think I'm okay at it, like, I, I graduated from Wood League to uh, I can have the potential to go up there, you know, like, I could be Gold 3 or whatever the fuck <laughs> yeah. ranking system you want to make it. As soon as you hit PVC League, it just starts going to your head. Yeah, <laughs> and then I stop playing... Yeah, for an extended period of time, and I just lose a hundred percent of it. Mm-hmm. Like I have to, I have to find that floppy disk for the yeah, yeah floppy disk for the Pentium <clears throat> two that is my brain. The <laughs> trick is, is that's going to come back faster and faster every time. Yeah, well, and assuming assuming the game hasn't changed drastically, that's also fair. I mean, they changed shooting, and it fucked me up a lot. Yeah, that did. That it's did. like when we come back to Siege, and we're like, okay, and we have a better baseline than we used to have, but. The maps have changed, and there's new operators, and the guns are different, and so mm-hmm. we suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the reason that I'm sticking to. <laughs> I respect it. Yeah. It's funny how CSGO just never changes, and the butt changes just a little tiny bit, yeah. tiny amounts. I mean, at least that one isn't drastic. Like, the, the maps, you know, the guns, even if they do change, kind of like get a little tweak. It's not like, yeah, yeah you lose ACOG on this. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I um just to scratch the itch a little bit while I'm alone, uh, because it turns out I own World War- Call of Duty World War Two and mm. Blops Four. I'm just gonna like dick around with those a bit yeah. and see if they scratch that itch for a little while. Um, but I don't like, have any interest in like committing heavy to it. Like I I like Call of Duty games. It's just they're okay. Yeah, yeah. they sell for a reason. It's. I don't know if I like that pace of the multiplayer anymore. I. It, it. It's. I find that that multiplayer is super fast, unless you're really good see, for your level. It's super fast, but it's not punishing, so you can just brain dead the entire time. Yeah. 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 Like in, in Siege and in Counter Strike, you you die super fast, but you at least can do something about it next round, and you have time to think about it. Oh yeah, like Siege is a slow game. Things yeah. happen very fast in it, but it's a slow game. Yeah. For being confined in two and a half to four minutes. Well, like, yeah, <laughs> most of your combat lasts ten seconds, maybe, at max. Yeah. So, like, the entire thing is hide, or scout, or plan, or move, or, like, it's never really gunning. Gunning is the last thing you do in the game. Yeah. Yeah. You hold yeah. corners and you counter gadgets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you trade, like... If you and another boy are shooting at each other, and you both go through one to two magazines, something is very wrong yeah. with this game. Yeah. Is that doesn't normally happen. It's if someone peeks, you have like a little bit of back and forth. Someone gets tagged, and then you circle around. You come from a different angle. Yeah. If you're both just keeping the same corners, putting that much ammo into it and that much attention. Chances are one of you is just gonna die to anyone else on any of the teams walking around and going nope. Yep. Yeah. When you yep. need the scavenger perk, there's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. I. Uh, I mean, I played Doom and Quake, right? Like, I. I love the fast-paced Unreal tournament style, running around. So that's why I wouldn't. 
like Call of Duty came out and it was very quick. Like, because mm-hmm. I played Call of Duty three online back when that was still World War Two. Because four when it's yeah. when Term on Warfare, and I was like, this is fun. Uh, but I was a cheeky little shit, and I just took an LMG, stuck it on the sidecar of a motorcycle, and had somebody driving around as I'm gunning people down. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, um, yeah, Modern Warfare came out, and it was like, it was very... It was very different. Like, yeah. there's a dude dead. There's another dude dead. There's another dude dead. And, like, it was very, very fast-paced and twitchy. And I, I remember... I like it. Yeah, I remember first getting into Modern Warfare, especially with you, and it was interesting because on most of the maps... Despite you could just run around, be an idiot, and just die, come back, die, come back. Me. There was also an awful lot of, yeah, this team just has that end of the map right now. Yeah. And you can get in there and mess <clears throat> some stuff up, but you could absolutely have a sense of, yeah, there's like a guy camping the tunnel. There's a sniper up there somewhere that I haven't seen for a while. And there's three or four boys in the containers. This is like that weird hangar that had like a train tunnel next to the train yard. Yeah. Um... And it's like, that one would always have, there's sides to this map now, and it would change. Yeah. It, people would rotate control all the time, and if, uh, you could start off, and like this one area wasn't safe, and then it would be <clears throat> later. It's like, okay, that's really neat, and I liked that. But I feel like COD has only gotten faster and faster since then. Yeah. yeah. And like if you didn't play continuously for every update, chances are you're probably going to fall off, old man. Yeah. And, um, like, I, I think I stopped really playing at Blops 2. Like, I have Advanced Warfare, and that was super cool mm-hmm. and fun, because, like, you could wall run and dodge and, like, power slide and shoot yeah. things. I was like, this is really fucking cool. But it just, I don't know, I think it was kind of in a transitional of what I wanted to play for games. Because I would fair. rather play it with people. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm going to give World War Two a shot, because the guns are less... I just have a huge rate of fire. Yeah. Um, and, or at least they should be. And uh, there's game modes that are like way more map and objective oriented instead of 20 boys enter this factory and shoot each other for the next 10 minutes. The one with the first person to 75 kills ends the game. It's like, okay, how about we have like, oh, look, there's a front line and ways to contribute to that, and that's fun. So I want to try that. Yeah. No, I like the, uh, the blob style of things where. Like, you could just unlock what you want instead of doing, uh, what is it, the... Bizarre mastery changes. <clears throat> yeah, like, you don't get the M16 until level 35, but, like, if you level it up, you have a point. I want to unlock this gun. Mm-hmm. I might not have attachments for it, because I need more points to unlock those points, but it's not a matter of, I need to wait until I'm, like, almost prestige to get the the sniper rifle I want to use. Yeah, yeah, but everything's, like, battle pass system now. Yeah. Like, it's just the popular thing. Well, that was like that was just how you played the game on multiplayer. I don't think like it wasn't really much as you could buy stuff to unlock things. Probably now there is. Yeah. But um, like that was just you you played the game, you get points, you level up, and then that's yeah. what you put it. Well, into. I remember like back in Modern Warfare, the the goal was to get to like level sixteen as fast as you could, doing the standard <clears throat> AR masteries so that you could unlock the uh, M sixteen. Put a red dot on it, mm-hmm. and get a like compensator, like something else for it, just so that it was better, yep. uh, because that was what you needed, and that could carry you the next forty levels or oh, yeah. however many was left. But up until that point, you just didn't have a good AR. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just used the M sixteen as soon as I got it for the rest of that entire until I proceed. Yeah. Because that was the only thing I you did. Use. You did that until you got Red Tiger, <clears throat> and then you kept doing it until yep. you got Blue Tiger, yep. and then you Prestige. 
It yep. was like that was that was modern warfare. Yep. You uh, get your headshot totals to get your camo, and then you level up. Yeah, I did dumb stuff, but mm-hmm. you know. Well, yeah, I had to move on from doing that because it was just it was just a weird gameplay loop. Of and course, that's why Black Ops Two is my favorite because you could legitimately run a pistol build and actually be viable. Yeah, Cause yeah. There's not <clears throat> as they got deeper in, there was less of a this is the right option, which is nice, mm-hmm. uh, but it's still like. Yeah, like it's a style of gameplay that I don't know if I like. I, but we'll, we'll find out. Yeah, I report love it. back. It's really funny too because as fast-paced as we're describing it, I think the current one has a huge emphasis on uh, multiplayer. You put claymores down. Nice. Um, and that just ruins all pacing. <coughs> like you, you, you think you can storm that guy who has like a grappling hook and claymores? No, 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 no. <laughs> you have to in the same Call, Call of Duty universe that. You run out with an SMG and you kill three people somehow, and then you reload, and then you don't have, like, no... Effectively, you just don't have time to breathe in that game. So you kill someone with, like, three people with SMGs, you die, and then you do the exact same thing again. Mm-hmm. You just always come up positive yeah. somehow with a fast rate of fire. But that entirely stops when you turn a corner, see a claymore, it explodes, you die, and then the guy just goes, sick, claymore. Yeah. And then just stays in that one spot. Like, I don't understand... I understand why they put proximity mines in a game where you run around and be an idiot. Yeah, it's a bit rude. Like, in Siege, you're supposed to be methodical, so Claymore checks out. They don't have Claymores in PUBG. No. And that's a conscious decision. Well, I mean, absolutely. You don't want to walk into a building that you're planning on clearing out, and then, bam, run over because you decided, instead of paying attention to the doors while my friends are watching the windows and we're tossing grenades (coughs) trying to flush them out... Oh, all of a sudden there's this unavoidable trap because you're in a high-tense situation. Yeah. 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 I mean, I would just sit at the top of a house, put the Playmore on the stairs, and then go, all right, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it, it, it... You hide in the room that doesn't have windows, and you're mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, it incentivizes passive gameplay, which those games yeah. don't want you to do. Like, even PUBG, passive gameplay being you stay, you wait, you watch for somebody. But that has a counterplay of uh, more aggressive players will look at the windows always and go, oh, there's a fucker over there. And they'll have you duck away. Like that's that's not passive. That's a choice that you're making. Oh, and it it, it turns into a nightmare on small circles. Yeah. Because you go, okay, where are all of your small circles? They're either around a house, which is awful, and then it's usually half the house, or the middle of a cornfield, mm-hmm. or the middle of like the forest. So, middle of the cornfield. You're sitting there, you're hanging out. That wheat snake motherfucker who hasn't gotten a kill all game, who just camped to the end, and that's often us, mm-hmm. um, who's just going to pop up after you kill the second person and then kill you and get their chicken dinner mm-hmm. because you have zero health left, um, has also now set out five claymores somewhere in the wheat field. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> awful. No, claymores would be terrible for that game. Yeah. Especially where, like, I get it, like, they wouldn't be they wouldn't be useful until the end of the game, and then they'd be the most overpowered thing. You just oh, we have a team of four people. We're just gonna stock up on claymores. Fuck even getting a weapon at that point. Just wheat snake in in the end, yeah, and then just claymore the entire thing. Yeah, yeah. Weapons become incidental. I would like to see a grenade launcher. <laughs> to, to be honest, me too. Like I would love to shoot from hundred well, meters away a grenade into a. Well, window. it's gonna have like a very diff. It's gonna have one hell of an arc, right? Yeah. yeah. It's not gonna have the normal <laughs> bullet drop. So you're not just going to point at a boy who's like 200 away and go, okay, and catch him. Yeah. You're going to have to be like, okay, like, 
if it's on normal optics, normal optics don't have range finding on them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, grenade launchers with scopes are only good if they have a rangefinder attached to the scope, and they don't. No. So you just, cool, I can get you from, like, you're up in the trees on the other side of this wheat field, I'll just thump up there a couple times. That's super cool, and you might be able to get lucky. I could imagine it'd be probably the main use is stopping vehicles coming towards you. Yes. Like, that's exactly that's what it is. You're camped in a house. You hear a vehicle. People are like driving by, and you just pop out, just thump, thump, thump. Yep. And then they're dead. Yep. You just killed a whole team, and that introduces this. Okay, you're in a car. Yes, people shooting at you is dangerous, but the car is still some protection. Yep. Now it's a liability. Yeah. And I think that's interesting without being super problematic. You can definitely do also psychological warfare with that. Like, could you imagine not even approaching a building, but you know someone's there and you just want to avoid it because you don't want to conflict. <clears throat> just make so. them less strong on people than a normal frag. Yeah. Uh, because then you're going to have someone who just storms a building with a th- with a thumper. Yeah. So it's like, they'll do the strat of you have plywood and then you have that and you just shred the enemy team at the end of the hallway. But... They should function in a way that is going to be miserable as soon as you misfire. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I um, I think I discussed it before, but C four would be just hilarious. You just strap it onto a car. You drive the car. Yeah, I I've got a similar problem. It's C four is not as bad as Claymore. Yeah, but it's very similar in that you can just <laughs> you can just yeah. Joker your own house up and yeah. then wait. Well, like, you can only have one out at a time, probably, yeah. and then, like, explode that way, but it'd just be funny to be like, all right, <clears throat> we need to go here, we're driving here, chances are we, we, we'll need a vehicle for later, so we'll just stick a C4 on there in case anybody takes it. Sucks we might not have a vehicle, but they're out of the game now. At least, at least the C4 <clears throat> incentivizes team play. Yeah. Like, one guy's watching at your building, and the other guy has his building trapped, so when someone walks into a specific spot, you're gonna be like, alright, set up the Claymore. Yeah. Or, like, the, uh, Take the C4. Just put one on an airdrop. Mm. And then walk away and just watch. Mm-hmm. And then someone goes, ooh, airdrop. I wonder if someone got it already. The bunk. <laughs> the snake now. <laughs> The, 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 the good move is you put it as it's falling down. The way it falls right on top of it. That way they can't see it. Mm, clever. Or you, well, you can just climb on top of them, too. That's true. That's right. Like, I forgot the climb they'll mechanics see it, of the game. But once, yeah. <clears throat> it's especially dangerous in first person. Yes. A lot <laughs> oh, of things are dangerous in first person. Man, trying to drive that motorcycle was terrifying. I love the motorcycle in first person. Like, so, every time I went over any bit of a bone, I'm like, and blue. And orange and blue and orange. It's yeah. never like a good. There's the horizon. It's I'm going to eat shit or uh, I'm going to crack my skull open. I had both him and Emily on the back of the motorcycle at different points, just doing the dumbest jumps. Now I, I apologize for what I did to you. It's okay. I, I knocked him down. I dragged him into the ground once or twice on a bike. Emily was having a good time. It was it was me who was terrified at both of you. Well, well, no. When I when I had Emily on the back and I jumped, so we're going through the forest, just going. Between trees. Mm. And then we hit, like, there's just this ramp at the end, like, uphill. We're on a 45-degree slope that's going sideways through the trees, and then it goes up. I just dip, and then we're just going over a house and and, and more trees. I'm like, how you doing back there, Emily? And just, herp. Herp. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's fair. Because that game is very herp-inducing sometimes. When you're on the back of someone's vehicle and they start doing that shit, absolutely. Yep. It's fun though. You're, you're, you're on a whirly gig and you have no control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, mm. go ahead. 
Or it's, it's a topic switch, so this is more... Oh, mine is too. Okay. Uh, Half-Life VR. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know about you guys, but that looks so fucking hype. I, I haven't looked into <clears throat> it at all yet. <gasps> yeah, me neither. I, um... I may have downloaded Death Stranding last night. Hey! So we'll see how we go. <laughs> I just, I just want to say... Yeah. Before we move on to that, because I'm very interested in Death Stranding and stuff. Oh, I haven't played it at all. Yeah, so. but I'd like to probably yeah. discuss it after yeah, the, the VR. But, um, like, it is supposed to be a full-fledged, front-to-back, 12- to 15-hour VR game in the like from the perspective of uh, Alex Vance, the chick that you meet in Half-Life 2 after you escape the uh, Combine. Yeah. And I am so super stoked, because <clears throat> it is a fun universe... And this could be hilarious. Oh, absolutely. The, you, There's going to be some jank, man. You have gravity guns. Yeah. Like, you don't have the gravity gun. Your hands, like, I guess she's made an actual gravity gun that works on her hands. It makes sense why you can just go whoop and grab things. Like, in most games, you can mm-hmm. do that, right? But this one actually has life. Yeah, it's built it's into it. point, click, and it flies at you. Yeah. And if you, oh, man, you're just going to grab, a, like, a saw blade from across the room. It'll come through a guy between you. Yeah, that's it. And then you can beat away the other two people with it and throw it back. Oh, yeah. And one of the more oh. fun aspects was the gravity gun period. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I made a point of the entire time I was playing Half-Life 2 was to just do everything I could with the gravity yep. gun. Fuck other guns. I didn't like how they felt. Gravity gun felt awesome. Yep. Uh, I used that and the crossbow. Yeah. Because I love the crossbow because you could just shoot this bolt and just pin a guy right to a wall. And like, that is good physics work. And it's been 15 years since Half-Life 2 at this point. And I am, like, I don't know, have you even seen the trailer for it? No. Oh my god. It's a minute and a half. There's one point where. Alex is looking through like a busted out wall like there's pipes and stuff through it so like it, it was definitely like a home of some sort and you can kind of see a bunch of combine and she runs over to a shelf throws everything out of the way finds a bullet cracks the gun sticks it in cr- ter- loads it turns around shoots a combine that's starting to look at her like Ooh. it's yeah, it's just it's got some slick stuff like that that I cannot wait to do and I really need a VR headset first oh my god that's fair <sighs> um yeah, because it's all PC. Yeah. yeah, yeah, And it looks so good. And Randy Pitchford has no idea what the hell he's talking about because he's a fucking moron. He never has. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just a, a, a general statement you can make about Randy Pitchford. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. How do you ruin something? Oh, you know, Steam VR only or something like that. Like, Steam VR is compliant on almost every headset. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> the whole point of Steam VR is so that... Like they can have access to the yeah. like licensing. Also, they don't like, want to miss out on that. Full stop. Excuse me. They have so much fucking Steam infrastructure. Why would they not release this hype game on their own infrastructure? Oh, that's like saying, oh yeah, no, Nintendo makes consoles and make oh he makes games on their own console. Like what the yeah. fuck's going on? Like, like, like yeah. Rand- Randy. <laughs> First off. His argument sucks on both ends. A, if it was just Steam stuff only, that makes sense if they're trying to, like, you know, have some exclusivity. If you're pissed off that Pokemon's on Nintendo, then maybe you should fucking shut up. But at the same time, you look at the Epic Game Store nonsense that happened where there's, like, forced timed exclusivity there. Yeah. And a lot of people are really pissed off because the infrastructure on the system sucks ass. Yeah. <clears throat> but Steam's not doing that. It's opened up to every VR headset. Because it knows it has the platform, it knows it has the game. Yeah. So you're gonna come to it anyway. Oh, like it's a greed based decision, but they're not like they haven't gone full evil corporate greed. It's just regular corporate greed of yeah. yes, we're gonna cater to everybody so we can make all the money. 
Like they're aiming for monopoly. They're not doing the oh now that we have access to everything we're gonna cut off the supply. Yeah, like nothing's really being choked. Yeah, by steam all that much. They have monopoly, but they're still not Disney. They yeah, there's still things they <laughs> suck at a lot. Disney has a monopoly on a lot of properties and media types <laughs> and stuff that they don't let anybody play with. Yeah, yeah. Steam has monopoly on selling video games. Basically, you can go to Green Man Gaming or GOG. GOG or, yeah, and like really those are really or itch.io. Mm. Like you can go to those. That those are good. I love using those when I can. Yeah, but they still give you a key for Steam. Usually. Usually, yeah. yeah. GOG is usually the, uh, the the prime place for non-Steam related things. Like, when you get the game, you own the game. Yeah. Steam can just, it's, you you get your license revoked if you do something wrong sometimes, right? Yes. Like, <clears throat> the, okay, if you violate terms and service, they'll just take the game from you. Yeah. And I mean, like, unless you're doing something shitty, you're not going to terminate or, or, like, violate the terms of service. But at the same time, it's still like, I spent money on this. And, like, full price money, there shouldn't be any sort of onus where you can pull this from me. Like, yeah. you, you don't own anything on Steam, which sucks. Yeah, that's... It, it, it's very much like leasing a vehicle. Yeah. yeah, but full price, and you yeah. have to pay the finance fees it, it, instead it's of It's leasing a 20-year-old used vehicle. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. You handed your cousin uh, 500 bucks, and you said, Hey, thank you for selling me this car. <laughs> And then after two weeks, he still hasn't given me the ownership papers, and he's like, don't worry about it, it's fine. <laughs> and then a year later, you get, like, pulled over, and you get a ticket, and the cops are like, what the fuck? And you're like, yeah, don't worry, it's my cousin's. And then they talk to your cousin, and he's like, yeah, I just let him borrow it, fuck him. It's like, okay, and then you lose your car, and now you're in shit. It sounds very close to home. Has it happened? The thing about it yes. sounds like a real thing that has happened to me I the mean, way I talked about it, but it, it's that just sounds like something that happens at home. Oh yeah, probably. <laughs> the thing it's, about like software special. though, especially for video games that are up to like fifty gigabytes, they're still hosting it on their servers. I see why they want to take ownership of that. Yeah. If you if it's not on your hard drive, as far as I'm concerned, you have a license to download it when you buy it off of Steam. Yeah. It still shouldn't be full price. I don't understand why. I still I still understand why we're paying physical prices for digital yeah, media. That is actual bullshit. Eighty dollars yeah. for a digital purchase when it's eighty dollars in store. I, why would I? I, use agree. I mean, that's it should of, always be ten dollars cheaper at least. At, at the very least, how much yeah. does it cost for packaging and distribution of a physical item? Being, Take that off. Being fair. It's also kind of the gaming community's fault to say, well, we don't actually want physical media, or we want physical media, but we'll pay extra for it. It's more so yeah. just, we're going to buy this game anyway, because we're, for the most part, the gaming community is awful. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it fucking sucks. There's there's <clears throat> absolutely no redeeming qualities to people playing uh, video games and having a community around it, considering that... You either get in the one camp where no company can do wrong and they're their best friend, and the other camp where, well, I'm just going to play indie games because I don't want the AAA experience. Like, AAA is just corrupt and all of that, and then all of a sudden 10% off means that you're buying the game anyway. Yep. Like, there's no consistency with anyone's voice in that community. No. And, um, like, I mean, the case in point, when Modern Warfare 2, I think, was coming out, there wasn't any dedicated servers or, like, you, you couldn't, like, host your own server. Yeah. And so there were actual, like, boycott groups... And then when you looked in the boycott group and who was in there, they were all playing Modern Warfare yeah, 2. Yeah, it's, it's awful. Like, like we, we, have, we have a very vague set of morals that we want to hold companies up to, but we don't allow them to follow it at all. Yeah. Like, we just don't care. <laughs> yeah, like, 
me, I'm, I'm very, like, if, I, if I'm if i taking a stand, there has to be something that changed in order for me to get it. But most people are just like, no, I don't want it. And I'm doing it anyway. Well, and... case in point, how many people were up in arms because of the social media disaster that was the whole, like, placate China thing for Blizzard? Yeah. And as soon as they released Overwatch 2, just go, oh, placate China, what? Yeah, I do not understand that. Like, Diablo 4 and, and Overwatch 2, and everybody's like, back to jizz in my pants over this now. I'm like, did... Did you not even pay attention to anything that just happened? Like, yeah, like, no no one's going to learn a lesson if you just say, well, they're releasing games that I like. Also, maybe play some more games if Overwatch 2 is on your fucking radar. Because Overwatch 2 is going to be just... Overwatch 1 with a story mode, and I don't understand why there's a hype. I'm yeah. like, I mean, granted, we, we fell off the Overwatch train very quickly after realizing, oh, you just press Q and win. Well, that's my huge issue with that, it. I mean, that's, that's, that's also my issue. <laughs> like, after playing Siege, after playing Overwatch, why would I ever play Overwatch? Yeah. yeah. It's a much better hero-based shooter. Uh, where yeah. the only thing, like, you, you just get a fun gadget. Well, however, I'll never not play Maverick. Fuck, fuck everybody. I love burning through holes. It's a <clears> neat gadget. It's a very fun one. Yeah. You put a silencer on that rifle, you just make a little tiny hole. Yeah. In. It's good stuff. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. Oh. If, if you're if you're gonna get Diablo Four, but you also made a, a hubbub about Blitzchung, then shut the fuck up. At that point as well, how much how how are they gonna squeeze Diablo even more than they currently have? Like Activision will find a way. The only thing that they did for advertising that sold me at all and Diablo is oh by the way, we're going to release the Druid again. Man, something we could play in Diablo 2 an objectively more better and pure <laughs> experience than this like utter trash is going to be. Also, it wouldn't surprise me if they're going to try to make money off of random drops again. Oh yeah. Yeah, no, it's going to be the exact same loot and I'm very well, pessimistic about it. When they released the Necromancer, do you know how much it was? It was like 30 bucks or yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was. And like, I owned I owned Diablo 3 on PS4. Yeah. For some reason. And I have like the DLC that was for, like for fighting Mothmeal and all that stuff. Yeah. I had like the ultimate edition, whatever the fuck it was. Necromancer comes out thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. I reinstalled <laughs> the game. I'm like, yo, I'll try the Necromancer. I'll give this game a second try. Yeah. Saw that I had to pay an extra game's worth of money for it. I'm like, nope. Oh, I just immediately uninstalled it. Yep. No hard pass. Stark contrast to like other series and other studios that are like, oh. Here's Iceborne, a, what is it? Like, is it still a full game's, like, price, it's, but it's a full game? It's Yeah, it's yeah. pretty much another game, right, at that point. Like, that is how you make an expansion. Oh, yeah, like, from earlier Monster Hunters, um, like, the G-Rank side of things is literally the same amount of time that you would have put into the early half. Yeah. And now there's actually, like, real story attached to it. Yeah, I'm super stoked, and I cannot, cannot wait. And like that, uh, that is how you invest in a game to further the longevity of it. You don't just add a new weapon and say, "Here's give me thirty bucks." Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Beard and I like took a practice, couple <laughs> practice hunts the other day, and uh, we're like, "What do we do? I don't know. I'm like, Let's just go join an SOS flare." So we joined an SOS flare because we had to hunt a monster, and it was there's two guys doing it. One was like level thirty two by himself. The other was like level twelve. Oh no! So it was Zenojiva. <laughs> yeah. oh. So the two of us and some guy from Japan joined and just 
parachuted into the Zenajiva fight, which is like, yeah, let's fuck you up, buddy. I think it was like, you were a heavy bow gun, the other guy was a heavy bow yeah. gun, and I decided to play my healing hunting horn. Yeah. So I was just giving potions to everybody while you guys were just bombarding this poor thing. <laughs> and then there was just one, like, level 12 guy, like, what the fuck is going on? Because <laughs> well, we got to, like, the second phase of the fight, right? Because we yeah. showed up, first phase didn't last long. So we're doing the second phase, and then me and the other guy both just go crack, load in the heavy machine gun bullets. And Zanji even lands in front of us, and we're just like, yeah. The two of us in on either side of this level 12 guy with an axe, just like... Can't hear anything, I'm sure. Fucking lord. <laughs> it's great. And you got this fucker dooting behind him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wiggler hat and everything. Just like, who is this numpty? <laughs> yeah. was, that guy was using, uh, like, piercing shots. So you just kept hearing, like, <laughs> like, as it, like, went down his entire gigantic body. Yeah. And I'm sitting there with, it was my shotgun from yeah. Fighting Behemoth, just right in the face the whole time. Just like, one, two, spare shot, so I'm never reloading. Yeah. Just like, yeah, all my level threes, all my level twos, all my level ones, and managed to get each magazine again, basically, Jesus by the Christ. time I was at the end of it. It's like, all right, I'll take it. <laughs> that, that's fine. Yeah. Just shoot him a whole bunch. That game's a lot of fun. I could only imagine what that guy was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like... I'm trying to think of me, us being like little doe-eyed things going to like, what is this giant crazy blue thing? What are these guys coming in here with these fucking like mega god-tier guns? And Why stuff is my like? health constantly going up? I don't understand. <laughs> well, <clears throat> What is the duty man doing? Leveling up, we never... You guys were ahead of me for a while, but I don't think any of us did a lot of SOS flare stuff. No. We helped each other. Yeah. But we didn't really SOS flare. And that's the thing is like, this guy got into the end of his story mode and was like in over his head. Yeah. And he's like, oh no. <laughs> I need help. I'm in danger. Yeah. <laughs> Fires the flare. And then you just get these people who have killed far worse. Yeah. Just land and they're like, oh yeah, this motherfucker again. <laughs> Let's go, kid. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You haven't even seen the fucking B-52, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's like, this kid has not fought a devil show before, and it showed. <laughs> it's, that's an experience that changes you. Yeah. Oh I can't wait God. to fight a tempered pickle. No. I still haven't. Oh, God. Arch-tempered pickle would be an interesting one. I am so terrified. See, I fought the pickle, and granted, it was also the first time I've solo fought the pickle. Mm -hmm. um, wasn't that bad? Ten out of ten. Would recommend. <laughs> and then, like, I, I, I got the uh, hunt for like the the tempered one. I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> See, fighting the pickle, even normal, is can be hard because if your group moves weird, yeah, it changes. Like, if you fight a certain way, his pattern is based off of what you're doing. So if you're always doing the same things, he will too, and you can fall into a good rhythm with it. Yeah. it it's literally a dance that you're doing with him. But when he has four partners and mm -hmm. keeps changing, he does some weird shit. As well, you don't want to fight a boss that uses the first boss as a weapon. No. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Also like, as soon as he picks up a great drag wrist, you're like, mm, no, thank you. Yeah. I hate that boy so much. I adore the devil, Joe. Oh, my God. It's I, I had passing uh, affection for the B-52. He functions like... just as well in cold climates, by the way. Uh, of course. Of course. 
That's because when he gets angry, he turns red. <laughs> Over half of the times I fought and the devil, means, Joe, means good and nice. Like okay. career-wise, across all platforms, most of it was in the winter. So, yeah, that's not helping me feel good about this game. Yeah, it's it's good, uh, but there's also like Zynogre. That'll be good. Yeah, that's another thing that I'm concerned. Oh, and Nargacuga, uh, the the stealth wither, wither. Yep. That's um, good fighting invisible stuff. By the way, fucking Super Saiyan ape. Yep. Super Saiyan Apes. Yeah, Rajang's me. coming back. Uh, I want to see the Giganox. Mm-hmm. It's two heads, poison and paralysis, yeah. and clings to ceilings and walls and caves. Cool, great, fuck that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't think normal Giggies are in uh, are in the base game, mm-hmm. but it's he's basically a giant leech, where his head and tail are identical. Like, they both have a mouth on them. Hit it. Uh, and he's got wing. he's got like four legs. Four legs? He's got... I don't know his anatomy, dude. He's got wings <laughs> that he, like, crawls with. But he's also got, like, other legs. But both the tail and the mouth have, have mouths. You're describing a nightmare. Yeah, so he can, like, spit poison clouds. He can spit just poison balls. He can, like, bite you and paralyze you. But he also used to shit out these egg sacs that would make giggies, which were these little leeches. And the leeches would attach to you and slowly drain your health. Hate it. And you could get more than one on you at a time. You can get them off just by rolling a bunch. Yeah. It's super cute. Uh, but you have to go break the nest and Please kill them. Uh, because you get poisoned and then you get a giggy on you. And then the fucker would paralyze you and you just watch them walk over to you, this undulating mess, and you're just like, this sucks. <laughs> it really sucks. And he's is, stretchy. Dark Souls now. Not, not he's stretchy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got like a weird whip attack, kind of like the uh, oh, uh, the gross poison bird. Uh, the pookie. Puky? Yeah, pukey, pukey. Puky. Puky. Yeah. Yeah. Hit. And I remember a time where we thought the Azor Rathalos, in addition to the other investigation we were doing, was annoying. But to be fair, whenever we fought that Azor Rathalos, we just could not fucking kill it. Like, he always popped up and was like, surprise, and we spent more time on him than the other monster. I can't even remember what we were hunting. And we went out and was like, this guy is actually going to kill us, so we had to go fight him. But he just would not die. <laughs> like, that guy, and I'm pretty sure we finished that hunt with the Ezor Rathalos still roaming around. <laughs> <laughs> like, we had to teach him a lesson, old man. But, yeah, but we I, just could not finish him off. I am... Um... So psyched to have that feeling of meeting my first Anjanath again. And, oh, that's not okay. Ooh. I don't like it. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, meeting I, I my love... first Anjanath and then having to uninstall and refund the game. I, I love the fact that... What are you, what are you showing us? It's, oh. it's the same guy, but now he's got lightning. I like him. I don't, he's like, red. That. I don't like that. Potential. That's the, uh, the Baleful version was particularly bad. Fucking no, this is not okay. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I love that feeling. I love when we fought the uh, Anjanath. Um, I remember specifically on my couch trying to beat the T-Rex man. Yeah. Um, I remember trying to fight the B-52, the Nergigante. Oh my like, gosh. the B-52 fight was actually very entertaining because it felt like a raid fight. And then yes. the Nergigante was a uh, survival of the fittest. You might as well die in real life if you get killed by this thing. That thing, <laughs> that thing would break geometry just to kill us, like... That thing was fucking nuts. Well, when he started to sing at you, that's how you know you were uh, you were fucked. Yeah, hate that boy. I also, the the amount of times I had to try killing that boy was staggering. And then there's like at tempered hunt every single like one of those dudes. Like, yeah, yeah. And then there were these arc tempered like elder dragons. Oh. 
I Kushala's still my least favorite though. Yeah. Fuck, I hate the Kushala. Uh, anything? Yeah, I've only really fought Arc Tempered uh, Valhazek, and I still need to fight him. Valhazek, I find, is the easiest one to beat for me. See, Valhazek just has a lot of like. AOE stuff that you need to pay attention to, yeah. and uh, that's really it. Like, you just need to bring Dragon Seal and you're fine. Yeah. Dragon Seal and just know when to run away. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, the Kushala, you just can't. You can't you just do can't hit the thing half the time because it's just He's like a pretty deep. Yeah. yeah. He sucks. Teostra, actually, like, Kushala and Teostra, I love. Uh, not Kushala, but. Um, Hazak. Hazak, yeah. Val Hazak and Teostra, I love fighting. Uh, Nergigante, I, I don't mind fighting, and then fuck the Kushala. That's just yeah. that's just my general feeling of the entire game. How about the Behemoth? Okay, I love I still the have Behemoth the quest. I love the Behemoth fight. Yeah, I won't beat the Behemoth, but like it's it is a I love the fact that there's actual raid mechanics for it. You got to coordinate. It's really cool. Love the Behemoth fight, but like I would I would fight the Behemoth eighty times over fighting the the Kushala, just because I love it. It's fun. It's unique. It's mm-hmm. like it's a it's a breath of fresh air when it comes to that game. And a game that already has so many breaths of fresh air. Fuck the Kushala, I'm still upset about air. <laughs> we will come back to Behemoth once we get better armor in uh, in world. Yeah. Then we'll be able to three man it. Oh yeah, no problem. Um, it just right now See, three manning is not very close. Like we oh, get yeah. that down to a science. It's yeah. just the Behemoth would decide to throw in a little bit of chaos. There'd just be yeah. one little thing where you just you just like oh yeah you weren't expecting this way and. Six yeah. lightning bolts, like yeah, yeah, like that in a fucking though. row. That was good. I liked that. Oh, you bolt just me. like yeah. bolt me. Come bolt on, me. bitch. One more. <laughs> Again. Give me another. <laughs> just what I was waiting for. <laughs> yeah, I, I really wanted the Lord Genome that behemoth. It's <laughs> gonna be good. It was fucking. I yeah, I love that fight to death. It's really fun. Well, we had like there was just a lot of fun to be had with the boy. We need Alex. <laughs> yeah. Fucking needs to get his computer running. Alex needs a computer. We yeah. can recruit Emily if we ever have money. <laughs> yeah, money's the hard yeah. part. It well, is. she wants to be recruited in the whole Monster Hunter thing, because she, she's very interested in the game. Like, she wants to play games with us as well. Um, so I let her, like, play on my account type of thing. Um, start a new character. Yeah. Um, you can make three. It's great. Yeah. Still hasn't gotten to the first, like, big fight. Uh, have fought sure the T-Rex? Have fought the T-Rex. That's when she uninstalled my game. <laughs> refund Can I refund her game? <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, fucking hell. Like, did you read those Steam messages, though, of people uninstalling it for the engine app? Yeah. Because, like, whoo, baby. You sweet summer child. He's not even that bad he's as, not... like, the first big thing. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah, he's, he's the chest-high wall of <laughs> And then you get to the Nergigante where the wall actually shoots spikes at you. Yeah. <laughs> what was the first big monster in 3 Ultimate? Good question. I don't know. I think it was like... For me, because I was shit at the game, it was Big Monkey Man. <laughs> that was 4. That was 4? Monkey Man was not in 3. Oh! No, I do remember that now. Okay. No, I i don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I had to. I, had I did play three ultimate. What the fuck was the big monster? Well, the first thing you fought was the bear. Yes. He was an armored bear, and all of your weapons have like at best yellow, and you needed green to get through Jesus most of his armor. Christ. So you had to stab his ass, and his ass had the most damage reduction. Christ. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Monster gods, Kelby horns, golden fish. 
Ludroths. Yeah, that's what uh, Ludroths turned into the Jaggers. Yeah. Uh, bugs, the bear, the but bear again. Again. You killed me twice, and then I was like, the, no. <laughs> the Great Jaggy, and the Great Jaggy is basically just uh, like raptors. Yeah. Uh, so you know how like we had the Flash Raptor and the Sleep Raptor? Yeah. Uh, it was basically that, but without a gimmick. Okay. He was just a raptor uh, who had like little guys. Yeah, it's a great jaggy. Oh, Blitz Raptor! I yeah. I miss him. Flash Daddy. He was just so cute because like he was always a problem, but he was never a threat. No, <laughs> I've never been. I've never been in a point where I'm like so, I'm in danger with him because it's just like you you've you've taken maybe a quarter of my health and I'm just gonna hit you and you're dead. And he also loves to spawn in the uh, areas with natural traps, so he yeah. eventually like flash. All right, now I'm buried. <laughs> so. They put you after the bear a few times, then they put you after Kirapeko, which is like the Pookie Pookie. Oh, I do not But instead of poisoning, uh, he can set you on fire, hmm. like just if you're close, and uh, he can flashbang you. Great. But like there's a big wind up because he yeah. has flint in his mouth. Then after him, you fight the Great Jay, which is a big raptor, nothing to it. Then you fight the uh, Royal Ludroth, which is just a Great Jagras. Yeah. Doesn't count. Sure. Um, and then a bear off. And even then, like, that's your first, like, what the hell is happening thing, because he has, like, the mud armor. Yeah. Uh, after the bear off, you end up fighting a great rogie, which is just a jaggy with poison. Okay. Uh, then another Ludroth. And they don't really... Oh! That's the first awful thing they send you after. It's called a gobel. Uh-huh. It's an anglerfish. Okay. But huge, because you have to remember... They had a lot of underwater combat in 3. Yeah, that's right. I hate it. So he, like, sinks into the mud. You have to go down. <clears throat> he has paralysis and stun. Uh, he would, like, swell up and attack you. You could fight him on the land. Yeah. But most of it was underwater. Uh, he sucked. I am glad they don't have a water feature in Monster Hunter uh, World. They honestly. tried it. Whole boys. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. This doesn't. It doesn't feel right as far as one of those games go. Who knows? Maybe they'll introduce a land well, guy or something. Mm. <laughs> yeah, he's. This boy's shown me the like uh, the equivalent of the arc tempered Legaya Chris, and oh boy, is that a raid fight? I do not want. So after you fight that, they send you after like a combination of some other things. Then you fight a Lagombi, which is just a Yeti. Okay. Which isn't so bad. Uh, Great Baggy, which is a Jaggy with sleep. Um then a bunch of the little ones, then another gobel, and then you have to fight the Lagiacrus, which is like the four-legged lightning yeah. sea serpent. Yeah. Uh, but you don't... You have 50 minutes, you don't actually kill them. Yeah. You just reduce them to a point. Then after that, you start the next chapter, and that starts with a Raytheon. And that that's when it starts. Yeah, like, that's when the game opens up to be like, here you go, fuck boy, you think you had fun? Yeah, the, yeah. the gobel's like different and challenging and then you do like a combo fight or two and then you do the laggy across and you're like holy shit I'm not ready and from there it just gets rough see I remember yeah. playing Monster Hunter 1 and the Rathalos was the most intimidating thing in the game yeah well I say the most intimidating thing in the game it was legitimately like the first big boss that that was the Anjanath of Monster Hunter 1 and like now as soon as I see a Rathalos in game I'm like 
Oh, thank God, it's just a rap. Come here, punk-ass bitch. Let me teach you some words. Oh, that's what the nibble snarf is. I'm sorry, what? You're just making things up now. No, it's it's like a gobble, but in the desert. That is. It's that an is, angler fish in the sand. It is a nibble snarf. I that's fucking hate this. A sandler fish. Got him. It makes yeah. shitty comedy. Oh, you know how Diablos <laughs> like, goes under the sand and does stuff? <laughs> sorry. So you know how uh, the uh, Diablos will like go under sand and charge at you, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, this guy would do it the same way, but instead he would—you'd see him coming, and then he'd jump up and like snap his jaws and come down, and he'd keep doing it over and over as he came towards you. I'm like, dude, you're eating a lot of sand. But uh, that was—you could just set down the bombs, yeah. and he'd eat a bomb and take massive damage. Yeah, you could take that. Like, uh, 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 oh my god, why I can't remember the fucking thing from Legend of Zelda. The bombs you chuck in the mess. Oh, uh, Dodongo. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, he's, uh, he's uh, undersand Dodongo. Dodongo. Can't wait to bomb some dongos. The bomb dongos. Some dongos. Bomb the dongies. Fandango. We should probably leave. Probably. Yeah, we're kind of rambling right now. It's been fun. I'm looking forward to some games and playing more of the games we used to play with you guys. Yeah. I like playing games with friends yeah where um i'm doing streaming more i would just like i, I don't really have a set game thing so like i mean magic on mondays usually but then i could just substitute m for multiplayer mondays and say fuck you this is how it's always going to be yeah <laughs> m stands for a lot of things granted i did play gary's mod again on thursday because dnd was canceled mm-hmm. and fuck i've missed that i've missed that game so much just playing um Trouble in Terrorist Town, because that's been a long while since I played that. Um, really bad at that, mm-hmm. mostly because I'm never the murderer and I get shot in the head regardless of what I do, because that's just my life. I get yeah. shot in the head. It's you. Um, uh, murder, the actual game, where um, you're all just a people and you have to find like five props to get a gun, mm-hmm. but the murderer has a knife. And yeah, like if you walk into a room and I follow you, you're like, oh, fuck, get away from me, like pink links. And then he's like, oh, yeah, sorry. And then you run away. Or Pink Legs just stabs the shit out of you. Mm. And you're not supposed to say it was Pink Legs after you're dead, obviously, because that yeah. was the game. But That's, that's rude. Um, the Trouble Terror Stone is very good in a very intimate group of, I would say, 6 to 12 people. Yes. And if you join a random server in Trouble Terror Stone, you're going to have a bad time, unless you're a savant at it for some yeah. reason. Just because there's a lot, like, there's just so much noise and information you have to process. Like, um, if it's a 32-man server, which, God forbid, you ever join that in trouble with terrorists. That sounds awful. Yeah. Well, considering that there are four traitors amongst everyone, and they're all shouting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you six to eight, I think, is probably the max you can have on a good game of Trouble and Terrorist Town. Well, that way you can communicate, and if someone gets quiet, it's actually, like, weird. Yeah. And then, uh, last thing we played was The Hidden, which, mm. I don't know if you ever heard about that. No. But, essentially... I don't know any Gary's mod. Okay. Uh, one one person I is... I know Prop Hunt, sorry. Prop That's Hunt's great. Love Prop Hunt. Um, somebody's invisible with a knife. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get closer, you, you can kind of start seeing like a waviness around them, so like you can kind of see them. And then everybody else is just like, you're here, you're, you're an SCP like murder machine, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, you have to kill the thing and or survive. Nice. And yeah, it's super fun because you can insta-gib people with the knife just by... Like, it's, it takes a charge up and you hear, yeah. like, a growl, which just terrifies people. 
And I would just sit outside the window as they would like run around in this room, and I would just sit out and just wait till somebody came near the window and pig stick them, yeah. and they would explode, and Gus would agree, everybody would freak out on call, and, and start looking in the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, and you can like leap, hang off stuff. It's super fun, super good stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm stoked that like if you guys aren't available, I can at least stream that. So yeah, for people, uh, people like Gmod. Yeah, it's a good game, but. I'd rather play, like, fucking Iceborne or Siege or something. Yeah. Or PUBG. We'll get there. Yeah. We'll, we'll be Wheat Snakes together. Yeah. We'll be running <laughs> on... Uh, we'll have plywood and trebuchet tactics. Here's a trebuchet. Excellent. Oh. What's he made out of? Mmm. Is it snakes? I was gonna say plywood, but... <laughs> Unfortunately, we only had uh, wheat in the budget, so... <laughs> I don't know why. What is he launching, then? More wheat. More wheat. <laughs> snakes. Hell oh, very good. <laughs> I am the wheat to your snake. Just there a, we go. a barrage of level one helmets. Right, so what does that make me? Uh, hopefully somebody with broad shoulders. <laughs> <laughs>